Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 602, for Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. This is the BGG Top 10 edition, a quarterly look at the top 10 ranked games on Board Game Geek. Uh, we have sort of a tie at number 10. I mean, on the website, no games are ever tied, but they do have the same rating. Uh, I'll go ahead and cover it as the number 11 game. At number 11, for the second quarter in a row, Great Western Trail by Alexander Feaster, published by Stronghold Games with a rating of 8.098. That is a gain of three points from last quarter. And in fact, uh, that's nine consecutive quarters of gain since entering the top 10. Uh, But it still hangs out at number 11. Meanwhile, at number 10 for the second quarter in a row is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games, also with a rating of 8.098, although that is a decline of three points, which means uh, this is the first time in two years that we have not reset the mark for the highest rated number 10 game ever, because last time was the highest and Scythe lost three points. This is its fourth consecutive quarter of decline for a total of 24 points that it has lost in those four quarters. Meanwhile, its gap back to Great Western Trail has shrunk from 16 points back in October to 6 in January, and now to 0. They are tied Um, out to at least three decimal places, which means I think we can strongly suspect that Great Western Trail will supplant Scythe. At number nine for the second quarter, Gaia Project by Jens Draugemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 8.144. That is 46 points more than Scythe and a gain for four of four points, which ties its mark of its smallest gain for the third time. That's the third time it's had a gain of four, and the second time in a row. And yet this is its eighth quarter in the top ten, and it has continued to gain each of those quarters. After spending seven quarters at number five, and last time stepping back two spots to number seven, Sliding one more spot to number eight, Twilight Struggle by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews, published by GMT Games with a rating of 8.156. That is 12 points more than Gaia Project, but a decline of five. This is its 13th quarter of decline, and it has lost 76 points in that time an average of a little less than six points per quarter. This quarter, it was five. The gap between Twilight Struggle and Gaia Project has shrunk from uh, 21 points down to 12. At that pace, Gaia Project will pass it in two quarters. But after spending seven quarters at number six, and sliding two spots last time to number eight, 
Stepping back up one to number seven is Star Wars Rebellion by Cory Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games, also with a rating of 8.156, and yet the tiebreaker must be on beyond the third decimal point. That is a gain of one point from last time. And considering that Star Wars Rebellion has gained or lost just a few points each quarter, its largest ever decline was minus six back in July of 2018, I think we can safely say that it's the most consistent uh, rated game in the top 10. So those five games from 7 through 11, none of them moved a lot. Uh, gains a difference of uh, from last time between a loss of 5 and a gain of 4. And looking out beyond the top 10, I don't really see in the foreseeable future anyway any new top 10 entries, you know, aside from Great Western Trail maybe taking over from Scythe, as there are only a handful of games in the top 100, seven actually, that have higher ratings than some top 10 games, but most of those have a lot fewer votes. And so with the lower reaches of the top 10 being so consistent, so strong, many of them still gaining, I think we're, we're set with this top 10 for a little while. At number six for the second quarter, Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition, by Christian T. Peterson, Corey Kaneska, and Dane Beltrami, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with a rating of 8.200. That is 44 points more than Star Wars Rebellion and Twilight Struggle, and a gain of 32, which is a pretty hefty gain. In fact, it's larger than the gain that it had last time. It gained 20 points last quarter. A rating of 8.2, 8 8.20, 8.200, right? From 2012 through 2015, a rating that high would have been good enough for number two on the site. In fact, in 2011, it would have been good enough for number one. But here, in this current era, it is only good enough for number six. After two quarters at number four, sliding back one more spot to number five is Through the Ages, A New Story of Civilization by Vlada Kvadl, published by Czech Games Edition with a rating of 8.223, 23 points more than Twilight Imperium, and that's a decline of 13 the largest decline in the top 10. It's, it's, it's uh, through the ages' ninth consecutive decline. It has lost 101 points in those nine quarters. And its gap to Twilight Imperium has shrunk from 68 points last time to 23 this time. And so I think it's probably safe to say that Twilight Imperium will replace through the ages at number five come July 1st. But the game that pushed it down to number 5 takes its spot at number 4 in only its second quarter in the top 10, climbing from number 5 to number 4, Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games with a rating of 8.255, 32 
points more than through the ages. After last quarter, it had 39 points fewer. So quite a reversal there as brass tacks on 58 points. Uh, We'll have some interesting comparisons coming up here in just a second. At number three for the third quarter in a row, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with a rating of 8.274, 19 more than Brass, a gain of 8 points as Terraforming Mars in its 12th quarter on the list in the top 10, that's three full years, continues to add to its rating ever so slowly. And yet, its gap to Brass has shrunk from 69 points last quarter to 19 which means it's quite likely that Brass will capture Terraforming Mars despite the fact that it has continued to add to its rating. It's, in fact, the oldest game ever to have continuously kept adding to its rating, by which I mean it's the 12th quarter, so no other game has continued to add each of 12 quarters in its first 12 quarters in the top 10. So the gap back to Brass, only 19 points. The gap back to Twilight Imperium has shrunk from 107 two quarters ago to 98 to last quarter, down to 74 uh, this quarter. At that current rate, it's going to be a little over a year, and Twilight Imperium may also very well capture uh, terraforming Mars. At number two, for the 10th consecutive quarter, Pandemic Legacy, Season 1, by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.468. That is 194 more than Terraforming Mars, or roughly the gap from Terraforming Mars at number 3 down to the number 12 or 13 game. It is a four-point decline for Pandemic Legacy, its eighth consecutive decline in those eight quarters or two years. It has lost only 35 points. Its gap back to terraforming Mars has shrunk from 222 two quarters ago to 206 last quarter and now down to 194. At that rate, it will be three and a half years before Terraforming Mars would catch Pandemic Legacy. So, right, that's probably not going to happen. Um, More interestingly, though, Pandemic Legacy's gap back to Brass, Birmingham, has gone from 395 points, two quarters back, to 275, to 213. At that rate, it could be only a year before Brass could theoretically catch Pandemic Legacy. And at this point, Brass only has a third of the votes, so if it were to continue to add votes, ah, it still seems really unlikely. But it is possible, I suppose. And of course, the game at number one 
for the tenth consecutive quarter is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with a rating of 8.578, or 110 points more than Pandemic Legacy. That is a decline of seven points. It is the fifth consecutive decline for Gloomhaven for a total of 43 points over these past five quarters, which is a larger uh, decline than Pandemic Legacy has had. And so its gap to Pandemic Legacy has shrunk from 117 points two quarters back to 113 last quarter to 110 this quarter. Uh, So at that rate, it will only take eight years for Pandemic Legacy to catch Gloomhaven. I, I, I just thought that was funny. For Wednesday, April 1st, 2020.